You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. And today, drumroll please, we are talking about joint ventures. And every single business can benefit from joint ventures. So I bring on Snow Saxman, the money oracle, and she talks about how she's built her business through joint ventures. And honestly, people, I learned a lot from her. Um, I don't do a ton of joint ventures, but it has motivated me to get on the ball and make sure I do that for my personal business. So I think you guys will feel the same way. She explains it from the beginning for those that have no idea what they're doing, but joint ventures can really make your business explode. So you're going to want to listen to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Before we get into that, I wanted to make sure everyone knew that through the end of September, we are going to have Click Technique live webinars every Thursday at four o'clock for my direct marketing network marketing friends, four o'clock Pacific. So I'm in Portland, Oregon, five o'clock for everybody else. Live webinars every Thursday with One Click Lindsay. If you don't want to sit through the five-day email sequence of the Click Technique, where I give out all of my secrets to generating traffic and leads, you can join me for live webinar Thursday. All you have to do is go to oneclicklindsay.com slash webinars, and uh, you'll get the sign-up links so that you'll be properly reminded to join us at the live webinars. Please join us. So what's happening over at the Click Technique? Here's a quick question that I got asked by uh, one of the people out in the free Facebook group. Hey, OneClick, is it better to have a long blog post that targets one main keyword than multiple others that are related? Or is it better to have shorter blog posts and only try to target one specific keyword per post? Let me tell you the answer to this. The answer is Google loves content. And right now, the hot thing out on Google is writing monstrously long blog posts that show you are an expert in a certain topic. So 100%, I would recommend that you write like an 1,000 word plus, the longer the better, blog post about a certain topic and then stick related keywords within that. Google is now smart enough to know that you're using variants or similar keywords to your keyword to support your main keyword. So that is my answer. If you want to start getting ranked on Google, come up with a topic that is getting some traffic. Make sure you do a little bit of Google keyword research on that. If you don't know what I mean by that, go to theclicktechnique.com. There's a mini training on it. I know that was a lot, right? Do a little keyword research, write a blog post that's a thousand words plus long. Get that posted. Use the Yoast SEO plugin if you're on WordPress and sit for two weeks and all of a sudden you should be showing up pretty high on Google depending on your keyword, right? It's really hard to make that overall arching statement, but in general, if it's not terribly competitive, that should work pretty well for you. But that's the kind of stuff that's happening over at the Click Technique. So pretty awesome. So what letter of the Click Technique does this interview today with Snow fall under? It falls under K for keep going. Now, isn't that the key to the Click Technique is you always have to keep going. So you can't really do any joint ventures until you have executed the rest of the Click Technique, until you have created awesome content, until you have a place for them to land with like a pop-up, until you have an irresistible offer because what good is traffic coming to your website if you're not trying to capture their email address? And once you 
you capture their email address, you need to uh, cultivate that relationship through email marketing. So joint ventures definitely comes after you have the rest of the click technique executed and you're ready to keep going on to the next step, the more advanced levels of the click technique. And that's where joint ventures come in. You probably can't get a joint venture if you don't have a good website. It's pointless to have a joint venture if you aren't collecting email addresses on your website. So It's got to be done. Execute the click technique, then move on to joint ventures. So let me tell you a little bit more about Snow. She is often called the money oracle, and she can help you, as she claims, with all of your money problems. So we talk a little bit about that in the interview, and I think you guys are really going to like it. So I will stop talking and bring on Snow. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So glad to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. So just as a quick review, can you let the listeners know what um, what you do for a living, how, what your packages look like, and how you basically make some money? Yes, of course. So I am a success, wealth, and women's expert, also known as the Money Oracle. And what I do is I help women who struggle with money uncover hidden success blocks, heal the relationship with their past, and then I give them the tools that they need to learn how to master creating, managing, and multiplying money so they can have it all without giving up what's important to them, like their families. Um, My passion is to help a woman build a six-figure income in a smart and soulful way that allows her to have more quality time at home with her family. So that is what I do. I teach God-inspired success, financial, and business strategies. I have um, group programs, online academies that literally walk people through step by step starting a business, how to do business plans, how to do financial plans, tax planning, how to uh, create money. So I literally walk people through all of those things. I feel like I feel like you've said that a hundred times in your life. <laughs> I have. I've been interviewed a lot. Well, it yeah, it sounds very succinct. It sounds like you know exactly what you do and what you offer people, which I think is really important, right? Oh my gosh, it's so important. And we're going to talk about that, you know, as one of the reasons why I've been so successful in creating leads and income because this is so very important. Yeah. So Snow today is going to talk to us primarily about joint ventures. So first and foremost, for those newbies that don't know what a joint venture is, why don't you just kind of describe when people say JV, joint ventures, what that means? Yeah. So a joint venture is when two people come together and they market together. And typically there could be some variations, but typically you're going to split what you do 50-50. And in the online world, typically there's two ways it could go. You could both be deciding to market to your existing, um, you know, following together and splitting what you do. But the other way, which is the way that I'll talk more about today is where you approach someone else who has an existing following and you present them with a joint venture offer where they go in front of their following for you and you still do it together and it's presented together because that's the best way with trust and, and having, you know, people actually become buyers of whatever you're offering. Uh, But you basically go to them and then you would split the sales 50, 50. Okay. So that sounds like you would have to have a really excellent relationship with somebody with a big list in order to make that happen. Is that true? You know, you do not necessarily have to have a really good relationship. You have to, number one, be crystal clear that this person 
has a following that would be ideal for you as well and that they are missing something that you can provide for them. So, for example, the one, the case study that I'm going to share with you today, um, I did not know this person. I did my research. She had a, I, you know, a following of women that were ideal clients to mine, except she just offered something very, very different than what I offered. And I knew that her, you know, following would, would need it. And so I just simply pitched it to her. And it was something that, you know, she had been looking for because, you know, there are certain things in business, you know, we know our following needs something. And we definitely want to bring people, you know, into our circles that have those pieces we don't necessarily have for our, you know, following so they can, you know, create a solid holistic business. So I just simply researched really well, found people that were like that, and I was able to connect with them because they saw the value. And I, as I'll explain when I give the details about how you do it, I give a large amount of value. It's not just pitching some sales pitch. It's not that. Like you, you, you have to always be giving value. And so I explained my process. I explained the value they would get just for listening to me. And because we had very similar ideal clients and this was something that was needed. Uh, she, you know, wanted to do it just like many others have. Were you a follower of hers? Like, did she see you on her list and were you commute? Like, were you liking her Facebook posts and stuff like that before you nope. emailed her? No. Wow. Nope. How did you know she had a big list? You just knew? <laughs> I did not know that she had a big list. I researched on Facebook. So basically I went and did research on Facebook and I found people's followings. I looked for fan pages that had in excess of 20,000 likes on them. And then I, as soon as you on um, Facebook like someone like that, they give you other suggestions, right? And so I just kept going in this cycle of liking people and then letting Facebook suggest more people to me. Yeah. And then I began researching all these people and I found, you know, ones that I thought, you know, would serve an ideal client that would be similar to mine, just needing something different, right? So she was a business success coach. So she did general type of business things. And she didn't have the money expert. And in this case, this case study, it was my tax academy that we did. Um, but she didn't focus on money at all. Um, so, you know, she focused on the business aspect. So and it was women that she had, you know, as her following. And obviously, as we know, taxes is a big piece of, of business. And she had been looking for someone. But I basically approached many people that way. I just honestly direct messaged them right on Facebook. And I actually set up several when I did it that way. After that, I began, um, it was right like as my business kicked into a new level. So I didn't have to do that very many times. And then, you know, more stuff just kept coming to me naturally. But I intentionally did go after that at this stage in my business when I tried this. That's cool. Okay. So you found, are, are you going to give her name? Are you going to give names? No, no, I'm not going to okay, give her name. That's fine. <laughs> totally fine. So you DM her and tell me, so did you have a package in mind? Like, hey, at your net, like in your email list, can you send, do you want to send this? Tell us what your DM said. Yes. Yeah, so my DM, um, I explained to her what I did and I explained to her that I was looking to set up joint ventures with people who had similar ideal clients as me and that I had researched her and she seemed like a really great fit. And I said that I have this tax academy and there's nothing else out there like it, which, you know, is true as it's an online, you know, I explained very quickly. I didn't go into a lot of detail, you know, just like anything. It, I just wanted to give the basics. So I explained this is a very unique one of a kind online tax academy. I told her that I deliver an extremely high value content 
webinar beforehand that people would literally walk away, you know, like literally being able to save thousands of dollars just from my webinar and that they would, you know, literally they would have systems in place that it was my signature talk basically for taxes. So I explained really quickly the signature talk, the amount of value they would get. And then I said, at the end, I would have this offer and we would split it 50-50. And I asked her if this is something that she would be interested in learning, you know, more about. And she responded back to me, said, yes, we jumped on a call. I then went into more detail. Again, I didn't want to give too many details because people are busy, especially someone that, you know, has a larger following and is, you know, has a larger business. So I just wanted to keep it very, you know, simple. And we jumped on a call and... She loved it and she was looking for it. So that's when we, you know, began the process after that. That's awesome. How much was the tax academy? What what, what was the dollar amount of that, of the package Um, itself? Yes. So when I connected with her, the tax academy was, is actually retail at a higher price. But as part of doing a JV, I always tell the people as well that because it's a larger group and because they have a, a, you know, trust with their following that for them only, I would do a special offer. And so the price point that we agreed at uh, for that was $197 when typically the tax Academy was going for four ninety seven. Cool. And so the plan was, is that she would basically tell her tribe about you and get them on one of your webinars. And then you would kind of do the selling and then you guys would split. Correct. So what we did was um, I'm a very like not high pressure, you know, not high sales type person. And, and she, you know, is the same way. So we created a, basically a, I took my signature talk and we did it in more of a talk in fashion. So the idea was um, to promote this webinar about taxes, you know, and specifically what it was, you know, that they were going to walk away with simple systems for the business that I was going to teach them how to save thousands of dollars. And that I was going to share some of the biggest um, mistakes that people make in record keeping that can cost them thousands of dollars and how to fix it. So we promoted this webinar and then we would do the webinar together where, you know, she introduced me and then she asked a few questions. I delivered my content. Um, and of course, as with anything, you know, whether you're doing a discovery call or a webinar, um, you have to seed your program and seed it very well. And so I um, do know how to do that very well, sell without selling while giving an extreme amount of value. And then at the end, we pr- would present the offer to people and we would open the cart up for only three days and then close it after three days. Okay. And what happened? So we had 1,752 people that registered for Holy the webinar. Wow. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. And we had 350 that showed up live. And then in the three days, we enrolled 125 people. Congratulations. That is killer. Thank you. Thank you. um, And so then, and then you split that, but I'm guessing that the 125 people went on to be other customers, like would buy other products from you. I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. So we did split that. So it was over $20,000 launch. So we did split that. And then after that, immediately within that week, I got a high-end private one-on-one client. So one of the things that I still do, I have now taken my lower end um, one-on-one coaching and, and financial services clients. And I have turned those into group programs into online products because now, you know, my like I have to leverage my time and I'm only... Uh, doing private work for six figure and, and multiple six figure and seven figure clients. 
So at that time, I had someone who was in that group at 125. And she actually was already a multiple six figure earner. And she didn't have a financial system in place. So she immediately became one of my private clients, which is, um, and she had nothing in place. And she was making all this money. And so she was a true ideal client for me, I was able to put a system in place for her save her $20,000 in taxes that year alone. And every year thereafter, she saves uh, between about 15 and $20,000 with my system, and that she was an $8,000 client instantly. And then she has remained one of my private chief financial officer clients where I continue to service her throughout the year. And so um, she continues to uh, be, you know, a few thousand dollars every single year as I help her maintain that system. And there were others that came after that as well. But that she came immediately, like within a week of that, um, she came. And then there were many others that came throughout the year with some of my smaller uh, private services that I offer for tax planning. Dang, that's awesome. So one little DM was well worth it. Well worth your time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. How many people did you DM at that time to get this one big fish on the line? I actually, because I was researching well, you know, that, that, that is part of doing this and doing it smart. It's just not messaging anyone, you know, really looking for those people that do have ideal clients and that are doing something, you know, similar, but yet completely opposite that still need what you have. And so, um, because I was researching, well, honestly, I think I only sent 20 to 30 private messages at that time. And she was the biggest one that I had. Um, I had a couple other smaller ones and I did have several people who were very interested and they wanted to set things up later. But with uh, some of the bigger ones, you know, they have marketing schedules and plans. So, you know, you kind of have to also go with, you know, what they're already marketing because they don't want to be pushing too much with their people. So that, that uh, you have do have to take into consideration. Um, Obviously from the time that I messaged her, it was the end of November, I believe, or beginning of December, and we did our webinar in February. So uh, at the end of February, so it was a few months span between when it actually got set up. But it, it, there were there was another one I did even like a year later. So you have to remember too, it might not happen instantly, but you know it, it will happen because these larger people do have a system for you know their their tribes. Wow, that's cool. So what did your list look like at the time? So my list at the time, I had I did not have a very big list. I, I think I probably had a thousand. And so that also helped me to, I obviously got, you know, over 1700 people added to my list with just that joint venture. And did this big fish, did she um, seem concerned that you had a small list or like what kind of vetting did she do of you? Like if, if we're going to, if we're going to tell our listeners to go out and do this, what do you feel like they need to be prepared with? They no, she did not care that I have a small list because again, this was all about servicing her tribe. The the key is understanding that they need what you have, right? So obviously, for me, you know, taxes is is you know was a big thing, and she was looking for that kind of help, and so that was the connection. But there are other areas, like even for myself with my following, I have been looking for someone to help my tribe with storytelling. And um, I have been looking for that person for over a year. And finally, I connected with her. So even though there's multiple things that I do, you know, there are things that, uh, you know, you're looking for to help your tribe and your following. So it, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it or how big email list is. This girl that I connected with doesn't have a very big email list. She probably has 100 people on her email list. That doesn't matter. It's because I know 
that she, you know, has the value that I'm looking for exactly what I'm looking for. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how long you've been in business. It matters that you know exactly what you do. You know exactly who your ideal client is. You know the value, you know the expertise that you have, and you can, you know, go find the people who are potentially going to be those perfect fits for the joint venture so that it's a, a perfect match and not just trying to sell people something. That's awesome. So when you approach this joint venture, you're kind of more of a one-on-one, like you didn't really get into, you know, I got to buy a piece of software and track everyone's sales and stuff like that. It sounds to me like you were just like more of a one-on-one type of thing, or do you get into this complicated software crediting people thing? Um, I mean, I do. I mean, I do have ClickFunnels. I do use uh, ClickFunnels for tracking and stuff. And at the time, I had just gotten ClickFunnels. I don't really get into, you know, like the huge tracking <laughs> like piece of it. Um, I do like count it. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I do like to see the numbers. Um, but I also, I am an accountant, but I'm not your typical accountant. I also, um, you know, really, and really, I bring heart and soul into all of my financial and business decisions. So I'm also, you know, very intuitive and I like to go by, you know, what I'm feeling and what I feel led to do. And so even though I do have a very practical, logistical side of finances, I also bring more of the heart and soul into it <laughs> as well. So, um, so yeah, I focus more on like bringing value. And I just know that when I bring a lot of value that I'm going to get that back. I'm going to get the people who are supposed to be connected to me. And so I don't ever like worry too much about the numbers. Although I do believe in tracking numbers because what we focus on does grow. Um, but I don't get like so sucked into it <laughs> that, you know, I'm all like way too concerned about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. That, um, that sounds like a pretty cool strategy. So I guess what are, when you tell people before the interview, we kind of talked and you're like, I tell the story like all the time. What are like the biggest questions people have when, when you're telling them this? Are they just shy to reach out to these people or? Yeah, I think, I think they also just don't really realize this is a method to do because not that many people talk about it. And when I was interviewed on Entrepreneurs on Fire with John Dumas, when he asked the question, because he asked this to everybody, you know, if you were stuck in a, you know, a mirror world and there was, you had nothing except for $500 in a laptop and you knew no one and you had nothing, what would you do? Like, this is what I told him I would do. I would do the same exact strategy because in my mind, the reason I began doing this was realizing that obviously, you know, you're working smarter because you can find one person who's connected to a lot of people. Um, and obviously you can build your following faster that way, but it can't just be about that. Like that's a problem I see with people today and some of the marketing techniques that are being taught, like these online summits, you know, it's, if you're going at it just from the, the vantage point of, well, if they have a lot of people so I can leech off of them instead of <laughs> finding real value, then that's the problem, right? We, if you go into it with the attitude of, I am here to serve, I'm going to find the joint venture that serves them first, like forget about yourself find the people that really need what you have because that's how we create sales. Um, the trust will come because that person has a trust with their following. And so that's why the sales will come because trust is automatic. We don't have to spend time building trust, but there has to be a need and there has to be the people have to see the value in what you're offering. And so that's why it's so important to go in it from that standpoint of serving and not just selling and making sure that you know exactly who needs this because 
if you you could message a thousand people that are the wrong people, they, they their following doesn't need what you have, or they're not the type of people, or they're not at that stage in their journey or their business that they need what you have, then it's never going to work. Uh, again, it, because I did so much research beforehand, you know that was a big part. But no one really teaches this concept, so I think if more people understood it, but also understood it from the point of serving, not just trying to leech from people, but they'll have a lot of success. You make it sound really easy. <laughs> Can I just say that? It's like find the perfect people and just send them a DM and your whole business will be changed. Yes. But the, the, <laughs> the thing you have to do before that is get crystal clear. This is actually one of the things that I actually teach in one of my programs called Purpose to Profits and I have purpose-centered brand uh, messaging. This is one of the things I've been teaching for a little bit now. I had to walk through this process myself of truly understanding who I was, understanding my ideal client. Like most people don't have 500 words written out about their ideal client for every signature offer or product that they have. And so they aren't crystal clear on who they're looking for and their messaging isn't crystal clear about who they are and who they're looking for. And so there is a lot of pre-work you have to do to get to this point, like to really know who you're looking for. You need to know every single thing about them because your marketing has to speak to them. So you need to know like where they shop, how they shop, how they think and their processes. I mean, all of these things and most people haven't done that work. And I come from a traditional business background, like my first business and my multi-millions that I first created by 25 was in traditional business. And you were forced into having a business plan, which does all of these things because it was traditional business. And before you go get a lease on a building or invest in something, you are thinking about this business. It's not, you know, today it's so easy for us to start businesses because of the internet, which is amazing. We're given so much freedom and flexibility, but it almost bypasses the need for a business plan because people can just start businesses so easily. So they don't do the market research. They don't truly identify who they're looking for. They don't map out why their business exists and what their mission is. They don't map out their vision and their goals and all the financial things that line up with it and create the action plan. So they really haven't done the pre-work. So it is simple when you've done the pre-work. That makes sense. Okay. Well, let's pivot for a few minutes before I let you go, Snow. I want to know, is this your primary marketing tactic? And obviously you do podcast interviews because you're here with me today, but do you do any Facebook or pay-per-click or SEO? Do you do any other online marketing? Yes, I do Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook is actually how I created my multiple six figures when I reinvented myself after bankruptcy. (laughs) That is actually how I created. I actually did it organically with no pay ads in the beginning. I have done some paid ads. It's not a huge thing that I do. I started off in the beginning doing the joint ventures to build my following. But once you do it and then you build your own following, you know, the organic rollover from that begins to happen. And so you don't have to keep doing it. Although I am about to do another one, but it's more, you know, now people are approaching me to do joint ventures because of, you know, the the following being built. So I do still do them, but I don't, I'm not aggressively using it as part of my marketing plan because of where my business is now. Um, And even 
with Facebook, because I had built up a following on Facebook and because um, I, the way I built myself, um, actually I was on Facebook. I've been there for nine years before Facebook groups, before fan pages, you know, before all that stuff existed, you just built it from personal friends. So I've got, you know, 4,000 friends and that's how I built the first six figures. And then when Facebook groups came, I was in the Facebook groups and I, you know, made myself known in probably five to eight Facebook groups so well. And I gave so much value and I service people. And of course, you know, I, um, my customer service with all of my existing clients is extremely high because I just value them so much. So that creates, you know, organic referrals. But now I'm tagged everywhere on Facebook all the time because of that. So that itself has created the organic, you know, rollover. So I no longer have to pursue Facebook in the same way because I did the legwork to begin with. Once you begin to do that legwork, you will eventually create the organic referral and organic business from that. So um, my marketing has shifted a little bit, but it's, that's where I did start, you know, more aggressively doing things in those ways. Awesome. Okay. Wow. You have been full of so much awesome info today. Uh, before I let you go, I'm going to give you your platform. Go ahead and tell us again where to find you and anything else you want the listeners to know. Yeah. Awesome. So you can connect with me at snowsaxon.com and that is snow with an E. <laughs> the E is just silent. And um, again, I am a success wealth and women's expert, also known as the Money Oracle. And truly, my passion is to help women build a six-figure income in a smart and soulful way that allows them more quality time at home with their family. That's what I'm passionate about doing. And I do this by helping women who struggle with money uncover those hidden success blocks and then heal the relationship with the past. And then I also give them the tools they need to learn how to master creating, managing, and multiplying money. And so if you're stuck right now and you're struggling with money and you're really looking to step into that financial destiny, I would definitely tell you to check out Financially Free. You can go to snowsaxon.com forward slash financially free. And this is an exclusive online event that I did that is designed to help you step into your financial destiny to create the income impact you were born to have. And I go over all aspects of money, including how to identify and release money blocks. We talk about investing, creating money, taxes, credit, literally every aspect of money that you need so you can be financially fierce and free. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So what do you think of that interview with Snow? Pretty awesome, right? Like we all need to go out and do joint ventures ASAP because they will build your business and we have to stop being shy and introduce ourselves to people and make those real connections because yes, online marketing is really great and automation is super amazing, but it does all come down to relationship building if you want to build a big business. So stop being shy and get to it, people. Now, uh, once again, make sure you join us for our live webinars every Thursday at four o'clock Pacific for network marketers, five o'clock for everybody else. If you want to the lowdown on the click technique. And, uh, if you like this podcast, pretty please share it with a friend or leave us a review out on iTunes. Or if you want, you can go to the traffic and leads Facebook page and leave us one there. That would be cool too. I don't really care. Just leave us a review. Tell me you're listening. Tell me you love it. See, I guess that's about it. That's all the homework I have for you guys today. Until next time, I am One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. 